stars welcome to the star parent podcast it is your girl it is your host mona cole join us as we continue our weekly journey of identity purpose and partnership and if you come with us we'll get there quick as we continue our larger series purpose over perfect in our bonus series heal sis heal bro our episode today will give you more insight as we evolve this evolve bro hey stars welcome back today we are getting ready to jump into another interview in this heal sis and heal bro series i just want to thank each and every one of you for just being a real one staying in it because it's not easy to go through content like this and if you're just joining us we are star single parenting transforming and achieving righteously incorporated and we are in a larger series called purpose over perfect and in that series we felt led to launch heal sis and heal bro which are really an another acronym that deal with what we feel is our core purpose which is to heal and that acronym is heal evolve affirm and lead and here today to help us with that e that evolve is my sister friend um she is our guest is a beautiful educated entrepreneur daughter wife and most importantly a mom who knows what it's like to be raised by a star and married to a previous star dad. And she is going to help us break into this convo on Evolve, sis. <laughs> we just want to welcome Miss Shayla. Hey, Miss Shayla, how are you? Hi, Miss Mo, Nicole. How are you? Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming through. You're so awesome. Seriously, one of the... Uh, sweetest people I've I've met in such a long time well thank you so much you are too I really appreciate it yes and I just really felt like we have been um and you know my heart on a personal level for this because you started at the, mm-hmm. the beginning the beginning like the the meat <laughs> out my house beginning mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah yes. we were there yes mm-hmm. and and I think the beautiful thing that I told you even more than a year and a half ago when I felt God put this on my heart was that I would need people like you still to to be a part of a journey though we are um target market is to serve and to represent single parents and people I learned through this process so many people are light no, they may not currently be single parenting, but they might have been one, they might have been mm-hmm. raised by one, or they might have been married to one. And so they're still so connected to um, what we need, period, as humans, but definitely what we need to work together um, as people who have experience with single parents. Absolutely. Yes, so I want to thank you for just being there and we would call you a light because um, you are married to an amazing dad, an amazing man, but uh, he 
had his own season where he was able, you know, to be an amazing star dad for us. And we just mm-hmm. want that kind of integration into the, um, we just want everybody's, uh, we want everybody's um, contribution to star because there's so many good people with like yourself that are doing great things. And um, we currently have been in a series dealing with that where mm-hmm. everybody could benefit from this thing called purpose. <laughs> yes. And it spouted the whole initiative, Heal Sis, Heal Bro. And I want to know, like, what has purpose meant to you personally? Mm, purpose to me means that, what, well, I feel like everyone is born with their purpose. Um, so it's inside of us, whether we have discovered it or we're in the place of discovery or identity of finding who we are, what we are, and what's our contribution to this planet, to this world. And so purpose to me is um, identifying like who you are and walking in that thing, just owning it and walking in it and finding out who, what drives you, what gives you that place of peace, what makes you happy, what makes you feel like, yes, I'm making an impact on myself, my family, those around me and into those that I don't even know yet. And I feel like when you're in a place where you're actually healing and touching lives, then you, you're walking in your purpose. Not to say like, oh, my work is done because it's always a progress, a working progress. Always working towards your purpose. Like you said, evolving, we're always evolving. So it's, um, it's something that you have to experience yourself and have to really dig deep and identify what is it. We get stuck in this place where we're like, man, what's my purpose? And we get depressed and we're not sure what we're supposed to be doing, living for others. And it's, it's important for us to tap out of that space of trying to live for others and make others happy um, according to how they see fit instead of us really, really digging deep and discovering who you truly are within and walking in your purpose and identifying what does that purpose looks like, look like and actually living it. It is possible for us to discover our purpose and live in it. Wow, I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, I, I love how you um, just give, and give people an essence of this big word because it feels so big to people. And I mm-hmm. know for me, for years, it felt heavy. I remember writing like four years ago and five years ago, all these these um, messages down I would listen to um, and I wanted to live out purpose. But at that point, I had no identity and my identity was wrapped up in culture or was wrapped up even in some some of my upbringing in church or it was wrapped up in all these relationships and some of my pain had mm-hmm. become my identity. 
And mm-hmm. that's, that's why it's such an important thing for us to start to have those three principles that apply to everyone, which is identity, purpose, and partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, because we really believe you have to see yourself correctly to even know why you're here or mm-hmm. else, or else you may be going into someone else's purpose. Cause you don't really see yourself. Say that. <laughs> say that yes yes. <laughs> yes so for me I wrote it down and it just felt really heavy because I thought purpose was contingent upon calling and the more I get into this 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 life search for purpose and the the research in the purpose I realized like purpose is one thing and calling is another mm. um, and callings can change because I was a whole different professional in one season of my life. And what I'm doing now is completely different. But my purpose to communicate, to encourage, to educate, to parent is still a continuum of me. And that's I think right. That's awesome. Like how you put that because it's our essence. It's what you do beyond what you do for people or what you do professionally. And I think a lot of people get that kind of you know, convoluted, like my purpose is my profession, when you can take your purpose into your profession, but your purpose is your essence. So I love that. Absolutely. Perfectly said, Mo. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So we've been in a series. I love my friends because they are, they always so supportive, but sometimes they, I have to catch them up on what we've been talking about. And so in Purpose Over Perfect, the larger series, it just was put on my heart because I have worked so hard in my life to be perfect. And it seemed like I got further away every time I tried to get closer to perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And I realized being purposed is perfect for me. It's the perfect Mm. version of me. Um, And one of those perfect parts of that is healing. And so I want to ask you like, What is an example of how purpose is currently happening in your life, like spiritually, professionally, relationally, financially? Hmm. For me, um, purpose has definitely showed up. And I would also say, I'm glad you mentioned calling because calling has also showed up in a way in my life too. And I believe that my purpose, I believe my purpose has always been to serve, to help people and families, children all over. Um, That's what I've been doing since, oh my goodness, like high school or was it middle school or high school? I remember I had a first job and I was tutoring young children. Um, So it's like, that's where it started, but I didn't realize that until actually just now talking to you that it went back that far. I was gonna go back to college, but let me go back a little bit further for when I started working with children and tutoring children while I was in high school or was it middle school? I had like a little summer program. I can't remember, but I was younger. Yeah. And so it was just really just to serve. And then I ended up. So I just really love how Miss Shayla has just been faithful with um, our, our essence. And um, we are so appreciative for just the the synergy of all of our our guests because everyone has just really mirrored what purpose is and like she said you can just really find it in the um the pockets of life if you pay attention so 
I always share my star story from, you know, a current person, single parenting perspective. But we have many lights that, you know, may have been impacted from other roles. And we always want to know, like, um, how they may feel like single parenting has impacted them or people they love and how we all just can work together so we don't marginalize like, oh, I can't relate to that because we don't know how our relatability um, to each other, our connection to each other as humans is also a part of our purpose. So you're asking me, how can I relate to someone that is a star parent? Yes. Yeah. How has, um, or people, you know, that could, because it's so important for people to all believe that they can find their purpose. And I tell people, you know, I felt like because of my circumstance for a long time, just the stigmas, stigmas of being a single mom or whatever, I didn't see how purpose could play out because I was, um, just chasing an identity and I want to encourage people because I want them to know like all, anybody, everybody should be able to find their purpose. Absolutely. Um, and for you to be able to just let people, how people around you that you know have um, been able to live in their purpose and they make mm-hmm. single parents. Right. Um, even though I'm not a current star parent, um, I still have friends, families that have raised our children. I'm I'm a product of a star parent. So I have seen that. And I, you know, I can uh, relate to them in that area and say, I've been a child in this situation. Right. And if they're asking for like advice or something, then I would share my personal story and try to encourage them. I'll also give credit and honor to my mother for the the star parent that she was and did the best she could on her own with three children. And I think of other women like yourself and how you just jumped into the role of entrepreneurship. And I mean, you're doing it and it's, it's possible. And so you're walking in your purpose. And so I love what you're doing with your podcast and everything else you're doing in the education field and training and teaching others and being a light to people. So I love that you're doing that. And it shows, it gives people hope and it shows them that they can do this too. Even when it looks like they, there's just no way. All these walls and blocks, barriers holding me back. I have these children. I don't have support. This is what it looks like for me. You know, but in reality, you, you're not alone. You're not alone. Yeah. There is support. There, there are people out there that can help you and support you. And sometimes it's just really simple, just simply just opening up your mouth and saying, hey, I need some help. Um, we know how us women are. Some- yes. <laughs> we, we like to um, hold on to everything sometimes. We don't like to share what's going on with us. We don't like the judgments of others. We don't want to hear none of that. We don't want to leave the room for any of that to even occur. So we just keep it all to ourselves. I'm going to just handle it. I don't like to ask for help. I got it, you know, instead of asking for help. But sometimes we could be running ourselves ragged and distressed and stressed and overwhelmed and 
it's not okay because that rubs off into our children and they see everything and feel everything that we are experiencing. Absolutely. So it's just sometimes simply just opening your mouth saying, hey, I need some help. Can anybody help me with this or with that? To let off that load from you as a star parent. And so you can leave that space in that room to find your purpose and walk in it. Because if you are allowing all these blocks and barriers and you're giving that power, then you're not leaving that space for yourself. You're, you're blocking out the purpose. You got to move that other stuff out the way so you can get to your purpose. Because it's there. It's really there. I love that. And I love that you're speaking as a, a person who can honor your mother on the other side of it. Because sometimes if our children are small, we can't imagine what our impact looks like on the back end. But you are mm-hmm. saying that you are a beautiful product of a mom who had to be a star in a season. And your amazing mother now may be on the other side of that, but she had enough um, just depth and value and beauty in her that she still created beautiful children despite her circumstances. Okay, so I think that was an amazing um, just opener for us to really jump into this E because I want every person to just know my heart's desire and what I feel one of my purposes is, is to empower people and to educate them via communication and via um, just my instructional background or gift of teaching. And I really want to um, let everyone just understand that there is there is definitely um, always space to turn things around. Cause that's, that's sometimes why I know I didn't evolve for years. And so the E and Heal is for Evolve. And we had an amazing episode recently on the value of the healed man. And it was called Heal Bro. Mm -hmm. And uh, my friend, our guest bro, went into the evolution that must take place for men to heal. Um, What do you think are some strategies or your philosophy on how we can evolve as women in this area of healing? Well, as us women, we hold, we hold the key, (laughs) y'all. So yes, yes. Life comes through us, through that portal. And we must find ways to heal ourselves. And whether that is through therapy, physically going to therapy and speaking to someone about our issues or things that we need to heal from um talking to a trusted person it could be through it could be through prayer or meditation it can be um healing looks different to a lot of people so you have to find out what what you need to heal from and how you can get those resources to help you heal but it, it's very important for us to get to that place because if we're not healed and loving on ourselves first, then how would we be able to present ourselves as a healed woman to other people and 
and the new relationships that we form or the new children that we bring forth and how you have to think about that part of how, how would I be able to get through all of this stuff that I've dealt with if I have not addressed it yet? Because trauma itself doesn't leave. It travels. Mm, it like travels that. within our body, within our, our mind. It, it's there. It's stuck there. So sometimes we're walking around as these adult children. Ooh, that's so good. <laughs> you know, and we're still trying to heal from the little girl inside of us. But she's still there. So let's let her give her her place where she needs to be and let's shed all that stuff off of us so we can be the best version of ourselves that we can be for ourselves, for our family, our friends, our children, and for everybody else around us. I love it's it. The, yes. Like it's the time times have changed and it's now the, the, the time of like the feminine season. Mm-hmm. So it's time for us to uplift ourselves. It's time for us to get together and grow and shift this thing. Yeah. I love that so much. It is powerful. And I think evolve is such a, uh, it's such a big word. And I meant to put it in there as a big word so that people don't feel constrained because evolution is progression to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes I think because we have a vision and we can see the mountaintop, but we can't see all the little steps that it takes to get there. Yes. We, we stop short because we're like, oh, it's just too hard to get to the mountain. But every day you become, um, I just watched the SBs this weekend with my mom. And there was a young man who won an Ironman award, uh, uh, it was a type of marathon, but he had Down syndrome and I was so touched. Um, I loved it because he said, if you get 1% better every day, that's his goal. And mm. I think sometimes we just miss the forest for the trees. Like just, mm. just do one thing better then we're already healing. And that's what we wanted people to know is like, you know, if you just, you know, forgive one person, if you just, uh, you know, change one behavior, if you just think about one thing differently, that is a part of it. And we are advocates for therapy. We tell y'all that all the time. I tell y'all it's beneficial to my life, but um, I definitely love that. And our whole theme, girl, people have just been coming on here with synergy. Our whole theme for this uh, series is a healed woman heals a people but a healed man heals a nation and I just feel like my revelation came from if we heal as individuals then we will inadvertently heal our families and if mm-hmm. we heal our families we inadvertently heal our communities and mm-hmm. if we heal our communities, we inadvertently heal our people groups. And then that inadvertently heals our nation with all these healed people groups. And exactly. I feel like as women so often, especially women who may have had, you know, traumatic experiences, abandoned in relationships, 
um, you know, children and difficult circumstances, it may be more trauma there than usual. And so sometimes in an effort to explain our lives, we blame place, we, we live in the blame places. Instead of saying, you know what, I know what happened, but I'm going to heal because I can't mm -hmm. control what hurt me, but I can't control my healing. And when mm -hmm. we heal, all of a sudden, our enemies become our adv advocates. All You know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. that biblical model of, you know, heaping uh, kindness is basically like heaping a, a lump of hot coals on your enemy's head. You're able to, to be kind to people who once did you wrong when you're healed. It's like you're not mm -hmm. bad anymore. And I've seen mm -hmm. that play out in my life. Mm-hmm. You know how there's that saying where they say healing looks good on you. You can tell when you're healed. <laughs> you can tell when you're healed. You just look good. You glow. You feel good. Like, it's like I'm working on it. You know, it's a working. It's a lot of unfolding and unlearning that we have to do within ourselves in order to get to that place to say I'm healed. Yeah. Like to, to put that ED at the end is like past tense. You know, I'm healed. Yes. So we got to get to that place. Now we are in the place of saying we are healing. That's an ongoing thing. We are right. healing and my healing journey. And so, yes, it's a beautiful thing when you can recognize that you need some form of healing. Absolutely. And so with heal being the root word in health, that's kind of where I, I was like, wow, I never really paid attention because I'm on these different health journeys, um, financially, physically, relationally, emotionally, mentally. Health is so many composites. And when mm -hmm. I look at the root word, it is heal. And um, I just right. believe, what do you believe people in general and specifically our communities can do to evolve in our health in all the areas of our health? Oh my goodness. Um, first of all, what we could do is, <laughs> I know it's hard to say, oh, just change up your eating. Cause you know, that's yeah. a progress. That's a, that's, that's a whole <laughs> transition on its own. I mean, you have to get in the mindset of saying, okay, I'm gonna just stop eating this and that, you know? Yeah. And that can also get deeper because some of the health foods, you know, are still considered processed and, you know, just, just surrounding yourself around an environment that can help you. Um, you got YouTube University now, but you also have others that you can connect with to, to help you show you how to grow your own food. Yeah. How, start with that, you know, start with a little pot on, on the back of your balcony or in the backyard or something or inside the house, grow some tomatoes or something like that. Um, just to get it started to in gardening is therapy that's therapeutic on its own it's what our ancestors and those that came before us used to do used to eat from the land so I feel like it's important to tap back into that and get back to what we used to do and that helps us grow mentally spiritually physically emotionally because um, a lot of the stuff that's within the foods are not healthy for us it's not helping us think properly it's not helping us act properly um health in a healthy sense of how we can um 
you know, how, how we reacting to each other, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's a lot. If you're eating dead foods, um, you're putting that inside your body. What do you think your body is going, how do you think your body is going to react? If I'm putting foods and consuming foods into my body that are electric, that are living, that are, that bring life to me, I'm going to have more energy. I'm going to be more energized. I'm going to probably have a clearer mind to think more positive and speak more positive. Um, you know, I'm probably going to be, have a more conscious mindset to not listen to certain things that uh, bring out negative vibrations out to me so yeah. I can have a positive mindset you know and, and speak positive and speak life because some things set in our subconscious and we're not uh, really focused on that part but it does show it comes out and you know we don't sit in it and live in our subconscious but it's there you know no I love that and you I have had several of those revelations in the last couple of years and I literally just said to myself today, I said, you know what? The teacher in me showed up and I was like, people always saying they want a plan. Like, show me how, show me how to, you know, get my money right. Show me how to, you know, lose weight. But it has to be a mental shift that even makes the difference before it can be a physical shift. Because if I gave you And for me, I just realized if I had all the plans in place and I didn't have that transforming the 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 I'm transformed by the renewing of my mind. If I didn't have the mental shift, none of the physical shifts would really matter. And I think as a community, to me, that's been the hardest thing, even as a former educator, is seeing the mental shifts that must take place. And at Star, we believe it has to be a spiritual shift that even makes you want to have a mental shift. Like we mm -hmm. are not that great of a being where we can change our own mind. It has to almost be something divine that in, a divine encounter a lot of times. And that's grace. That's what grace is to me when mm -hmm. God has grace enough to favor individuals to give them the opportunity to desire and mm -hmm. have a will to do better because so mm -hmm. many people don't have the will they don't have the yeah. motivation even if you tell them all the things to do and exactly that's kind of what I have been you know uh, I guess feeling purpose to do is empower people to have the will to to do it and, and then come alongside them with communities like star um, but I love what you said because that's that was my my recent awakening in the last three years about just food and health and looking at um, different things, it's like a revelation. I, and mm -hmm. I got that revelation as, as educated as I was, I didn't really see what was happening around me with food, with health. And now I'm trying to get those revelations everywhere in my emotions and my finances, but mm -hmm. I definitely, just uh, was, uh, we're growing some stuff at my house and I am like lit because I can go outside and it's like an oasis. Uh, and even though there's no real water, it's like life is bringing its. So yeah, so it's so much life in my backyard now. Like we're I love that. growing mints and peppers and blueberries and different things. And I <laughs> told someone, I know I realized that you just said it dead things produce kind of dead things like dead behaviors and dead attitudes and I was mm -hmm. eating things that weren't bringing life to me and then I looked at like how these things were growing and it was such a 
it, I could mm. see God in nature. So I was like, mm. God, God gave me the food from the ground so that the life that came out of the ground gives life back to my body. And that was <laughs> dope. Yes, yeah. that's right. That's right. Wow. That's so deep. I love that. And it's so funny, you know, that old saying of you are what you eat. What is that? What does that typically mean? You know, what does that mean? You are what you eat. Yeah. And so we could, you could, no, I could do that Mm. all day. And it's so crazy. Yes. that is that is proof everybody 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 (laughs) i was the i was the whole genetically modified give me a hot wing i ain't trying to do what i want you genetically modified (laughs) my name's mo and i'm genetically modified (laughs) yes like four years ago i was like shutting my friends down who just didn't eat pork i was like i don't know what y'all talking about but the mm-hmm. revelation that comes with transformation, y'all, is mm-hmm. transformation. And That's that right. Is what we do at Star, we're transforming and achieving righteously. And it's not an overnight progress. It's not an overnight process. It, it's within time. I mean, I did go cold turkey after I had my first child. I did go cold turkey and I eat meat. But after a while, you know, I'm still eating fish and then I stopped eating So everything is, is not going to just, you know, it's a process. You got to work, really work through it and really see yourself. Like I really, I envision myself living this lifestyle of eating healthy, um, exercise and meditating. I saw that for myself because that's what I wanted, you know, like I manifested it and that's what I wanted and that's what I have. So manifest what you want in your life and start doing those action steps to get there instead of trying to jump it, you know, like they said, put the, the, the horse before the cart, you know, you have to work your small steps to get there. Not to say throw everything out the way in your refrigerator right now and go get some <laughs> kale, go get some quinoa, go get some elderberries, go get some dates. You know, I'm not saying that. <laughs> you got to work your way through that, you know, slow pace. I try to share that with people that ask me about alkaline and vegan diets and stuff like pace yourself first you know yeah I used to eat meats and stuff too you know but look and if I know I can do it you can do it too and so in the going back to the you are what you eat type thing that's a full general statement that's very broad that is not just pertaining to food that you can consume yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> so but that's probably a whole nother subject for a whole nother no day. <laughs> we do that on star I, these ear gates and these eye gates is eating. <laughs> they eating um yeah so i definitely love that and so because we're going to focus on what your um what your amazing purpose is and what you are called to do right now i want to specifically talk to our women because we are healing sis um and you said your journey with the prepartum, uh, that's the before pregnancy, the way your mental shifts happened that, that helped the peripartum, which is the woman who is pregnant, and then the postpartum woman. And so I want to kind of just get a real insight on how you would say your spiritual, mental, and emotional health um, have shifted because so many of the women that listen, they do have children. But mm-hmm. um, even if uh, several of our lights, they're single women with no children. Um, 
and they're just on a journey to identity purpose partnership or transforming and achieving righteously how um did your spiritual mental emotional and physical health shift as you went from a woman with no children to pregnant to now a mother oh it shifted completely um I didn't realize that I needed healing um, within my body, like physical body, that I needed healing before I became a mother. So that would be something I would encourage all of us to do, all of us women to do before we have children, to take care of your body um, before you conceive. That's important. Take care of the relationships that you have in your life that you need to heal from and, you know, sharing those things that you need to share with those people that affected you, Um, letting all that loose because we carry all of that stuff in our lower chakras, in our womb area. Mm. That's where we carry life. That's where, that is where everything comes. We birth nations through that portal. So I love that. we got to be healed coming through this thing. And if we're having issues, it's like, let's, 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 let's speak feminine talk right now. If you got a BV or you got a yeast infection down there and you have not healed that yeast infection, it's carrying along with you yes. while you're pregnant. If it's not healed and now you got to, and now that you're pregnant, you have to be a little bit more cautious on what medications to take, what antibiotics to take, because you don't want it to affect your baby, but you've already done carrying this infection with you. So you, you know, the baby might be prone to it, whether you take the antibiotic or not. Now that you've given birth to the child, now the child is here, you still carry in that infection within you. So we have to heal our bodies and take care of ourselves mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all the way around that holistic, the whole body, all of that before we can see, before we decide to bring children into this world, it's important to take care of us first. And that's what I wish that I've learned before I became a mother. After I became a mother, um, that's when like the vision of me to create this business to help heal, we get into the healing and wellness business of helping other women. And helping them, it's not just a, I think it's, 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 it's much deeper than me. It's not about me. It's not about Malawi's house. It's not about any of that. It's deeper. It's a healing business. Um, it, it's, it's, and take business off, but it's just healing in general and touching people, helping people, being there physically for them, emotionally for them. Because um, we need it. Us women need to come together and help and wrap our arms around each other. We need our sisters. We need our village. We need each other. Um, And so that's what I feel like, you know, after I became a mother is like, I needed that sisterhood. I needed that support. I, my mother was all the way in Minnesota. She came down when she, when she could. So it's like, I needed that, those elders, those mother figures, those that somebody to lean on, you know, and And I still do need that. I need that now, even as a um, mother of two, a wife, been doing it for a little bit and now running a business. I still need it. I need help. I need the support. I need my sister circle. I can't do it alone. And so that's all a part of my healing journey. Still walking the walk with other women that can relate to my situation, that can relate to me 
and we build together and connect with each other and support each other in the best way we can and be there for each other genuinely wholeheartedly yeah and that's one thing I always want to say that I love about you like you have this beautiful energy I've never been around you and felt like um like what tends to be the stereotype of us as women we get together and it's messy or two women that are on the same side are messy against another woman it's always uplifting when I'm in your presence and I have made that my whole point of being at this point in my life I don't want nobody who come in with no gossip no mess no drama I'm not talking about no other woman I, I even people who aren't necessarily on my team I don't want to talk about them because I, I have to be like if if, if I love people the way I'm supposed to love them. I cannot see them as my enemy. Mm -hmm. And um, I think as women, we have to do that. We have to say, you know what? She's married and I'm not, but she's not my enemy. You know what I mean? Or Mm -hmm. she's, uh, you know, in a position different than me, but she's not my enemy, even across color lines. Like I have friends of all colors and I have to say to myself though my my heart is burdened for the plight of people that look like me I have sisters across my color lines that I have to see as again um someone and and someone who may be connected to me beyond color is such a big deal but I want to say that because I want every every star to know you know that um, especially in my own story, I had to heal in order to get along with women, women that may be with my ex, or women that I may have to get along with them because I was dating their ex. Like we have to get along because no matter where we are in life, we are so much more alike than different. So I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's, and, and I think that's it for us today, but I definitely think the heal sis is powerful to me because I said, again, I believe a healed woman heals a people um, and a healed man heals a nation. And I think that the sisters healing, um, just not just coming together on Instagram, y'all, like coming together for real, like let's respect each other for real. Let's be communities for each other. Um, and that is living out your purpose. So I just want to thank you for um bringing us back to that space where we remember why we need each other Mm, absolutely and we always want to shine a light on our lights and stars and so we know that miss shayla is doing amazing things so i would just like for you to tell us what some of those are and how we can support you Well, thank you. Again, my business is Malawi's House and it's a healing and wellness business. I like to throw that in there. Um, I just became recently of being comfortable with saying that, you know, and walking in as a light and being a healer. And um, sometimes you don't feel comfortable with sharing that, but I, I feel comfortable in this space. So what we do at Malawi's House, we provide birthing supplies, birth kits, and postpartum care essentials and um, just recently became a holistic doula. So that is another service that will be added to uh, Malawi's house. Yes. Yay, yay. Yay. Excited. So diving a little bit deeper into the service part um, of what we were talking about earlier. 
And would you like for me to share where everyone can find us? Absolutely. And we always put links to all of our um, wonderful guests in the episode details um, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. So, but definitely tell us where to find you. Okay. Absolutely. You can find us um, at Malawi's House, www.wearemalawishouse.com. And Malawi is spelled M A L. A-W-I-S and then house, H-O-U-S-E. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Malawi's House. Yes, and I am a real recipient of those products and so are people around me. They are amazing. (laughs) They feel like some real, somebody put their elbows in the products. (laughs) I am for you. (laughs) Yes, and she's talking about the body butters that we make. So we do have like a sister-sister company, um, Nairobi's Butter Whipped Cream, which is, I named both of the businesses after my daughter's. The first business, Malawi's house, is named after my first child, Maya Malawi, and the second child, Nairobi, Sanai Nairobi, and that's where the Nairobi's butter whipped cream comes into play. And we also have Yoni Steams, where we make our herbs, and um, just some more self-care and healing that you can take part in. Well, we absolutely love you, Shay, and I just want to thank you for giving us your time today, and we are going to put all of these links in the episode, and I just want everyone to know that I love being around people who are just uh, living out purpose, and we just want you to know that purpose over perfect is the perfect will for you, and um, heal, sis. It's a process. Hey, stars. Thank you for rocking with us as we continued on our journey to heal, evolve, affirm, and lead. And I want to thank our guest, Miss Shayla. She came through, boo, and we appreciate you and all the wonderful things that she's doing. Please go and support, support, support um, at We Are Malawi's House on all platforms. And her information is in the episode details below. And I just want to close with this. I want every star and light to know this organization and me, this organism, are always talking from my own space never talking at other people's space um i am not coming at you in this heal process i am coming with you because every day your girl is healing evolving affirming and leading and that can be at one percent better than the day before and sometimes you go one percent backwards to get two percent better So I just want you to know that because it's a process and we love you and we believe in you. So shine star.